Children are very special in God's eyes. Hi there, this is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and I'm coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004. Yeah, man, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Today, our reading is Jeremiah 17 to 21, and I'm calling the episode, Is It Time Yet? If you'd like to leave a comment on the show notes page for today, just go to lifespringmedia.com slash S12E109. All right, let's get to the reading. Jeremiah chapter 17. The sin of Judah is written down with pen of iron and with a sharp diamond. It is written on their hearts and on the horns of their altars. Even their children remember their altars and their wooden female goddesses of Asherah by green trees and on the high hills. O my mountain in the country, I will give your money and all your riches to those who fight against you. I will give your high places as the price of your sin through all your land. And you yourself will let your land go that I gave you. I will make you serve those who hate you in a land which you do not know. For you have made my anger start a fire which will burn forever. The Lord says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man, who trusts in the flesh for his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. For he will be like a bush in the desert, and will not see when good comes. He will live in dry wastes in the desert, in a land of salt where no other people live. Good will come to the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the river. It will not be afraid when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green. It will not be troubled in a dry year, nor stop giving fruit. The heart is fooled more than anything else. It is very sinful. Who can know how bad it is? I, the Lord, look into the heart and test the mind. I give to each man what he should have because of his ways and because of the fruit that comes from his works. As a bird that sits on eggs which it has not laid, so is he who gets rich by doing wrong. When his life is half over, they will leave him, and in the end he will be a fool. A beautiful throne on high from the beginning is our holy place. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who leave you will be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the earth, because they have left the Lord, the well of living water. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. They say to me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. But as for me, I have not run away from being a shepherd who follows you, and I have not been hoping for the day of trouble. You know what I said was spoken in front of you. Do not make me afraid of you. You are my safe place in the day of trouble. Let those who make it hard for me be put to shame, but do not let me be put to shame. Let them be afraid, but do not let me be afraid. Bring on them a day of trouble and destroy them with twice as much. The Lord said to me, Go and stand in the people's gate, through which the kings of Judah come in and go out, and also in all the gates of Jerusalem, and say to them, Listen to the word of the Lord, kings of Judah, and all Judah, and all people of Jerusalem who come in through these gates. The Lord says, Be careful for your lives. Do not carry any load on the day of rest, or bring anything in through the gates of Jerusalem. Do not bring a load out of your houses on the day of rest, or do any work. But keep the day of rest holy, as I told your fathers before you. 
Yet they did not listen or hear, but made their necks hard, and would not change their ways. Listen to me, says the Lord, and bring no load through the city gates on the day of rest. Keep the day of rest holy by doing no work on it. Then kings and their sons will come through the city gates who will sit on the throne of David. They will come in war wagons and on horses, with the men of Judah and the people of Jerusalem. And people will live in this city forever. People will come in from the cities of Judah and from the places around Jerusalem. They will come from the land of Benjamin, from the valleys, from the hill country, and from the Negev. They will bring burnt gifts, animals to kill on the altar and worship, grain gifts, special perfume, and gifts of thanks to the house of the Lord. But if you do not listen to me, to keep the day of rest holy by not carrying a load when coming through the gates of Jerusalem on the day of rest, then I will start a fire in its gates, and it will burn up the beautiful houses of the kings of Jerusalem and will not be stopped. Jeremiah chapter 18 The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Go down to the potmaker's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potmaker's house and saw him making one on the wheel, but the pot he was making of clay did not come out like he wanted it. So the potmaker used the clay to make another pot that pleased him. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O people of Israel, can I not do with you as this potmaker is done, says the Lord? Like the clay in the potmaker's hand, so are you in my hand, O people of Israel. If at any time I speak about a nation to pull up and to break down and to destroy, and if that nation I spoke against turns from its sin, then I will change my mind about the trouble I planned to bring upon it. If at another time I speak about a nation that I will build and plant it, and if it does what is sinful in my eyes by not obeying my voice, then I will change my mind about the good I had promised to bring to it. So now speak to the men of Judah and to the people of Jerusalem. Tell them, the Lord says, See, I am making trouble for you and making a plan against you. So each of you turn from your sinful way, change your ways and your works. But they will say, There is no hope, for we are going to follow our own plans. Each of us will act in the strong will of his sinful heart. So the Lord says, Ask now among the nations who has heard such things. Pure Israel has done a very sinful thing. Does the snow of Lebanon ever leave its rocky mountains? Does the cold flowing water of other lands ever dry up? But my people have forgotten me. They burn special perfume to false gods of no worth. They have fallen in their ways from the old paths and have gone on side roads, not on the straight road. They make their land a waste, a thing that is spoken against forever. Everyone who passes by it will be surprised and shake his head. I will send them out everywhere like an east wind in front of those who hate them. I will show them my back and not my face in the day of their trouble. They said, Come and let us make plans against Jeremiah, for the law is not going to be lost to the religious leader, or wise words to the wise man, or the word of God to the man of God. Come and let us hurt him with our tongue, and let us not listen to any of his words. Think of me, O Lord, and listen to what those who hate me are saying. Should bad be given in return for good? Yet they have dug a deep hole for me. Remember how I stood before you to speak good for them, to turn your anger away from them. So give their children over to hunger. Give them up to the power of the sword. Let their wives lose their children and husbands. Let their men be put to death. 
and let their young men be killed by the sword in battle. May a cry be heard from their houses when you bring an army upon them by surprise. For they have dug a deep hole to take me, and have hidden traps for my feet. Yet you, O Lord, know all their plans to kill me. Do not forgive their wrongdoing or cover their sin from your eyes. Let them be taken down before you. Punish them in the time of your anger. Jeremiah chapter 19 The Lord says, Go and buy a potmaker's clay jar, and take some of the leaders of the people and some of the older religious leaders. Then go out to the valley of Ben-Hinnom by the potsherd gate, and there say the words that I will tell you. Say, Hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and people of Jerusalem. The Lord of all, the God of Israel, says, See, I am about to bring much trouble to this place. The ears of everyone that hears of it will hurt. The people have left me and have made this a strange place. They have burned special perfume in it to other gods that they and their fathers and the kings of Judah had never known. They have filled this place with the blood of those who were not guilty. They have built the high places of the false god Baal to burn their sons in the fire as burnt gifts to Baal. This is a thing which I never told them to do or spoke of. It did not even come to my mind. So see, the days are coming, says the Lord, when this place will no longer be called Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom. Instead, it will be called the Valley of Killing. I will make the plans of Judah and Jerusalem come to nothing in this place. I will cause them to fall by the sword in front of those who hate them and by the hand of those who want to kill them. And I will feed their dead bodies to the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the earth. I will make this city a waste place, and people will make sounds of hate. Everyone who passes by it will be surprised and make strange noises because of all its troubles. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and daughters, and they will eat each other's flesh when the armies shut them in and when those who want to kill them bring much trouble to them. Then you are to break the jar in front of the men who go with you, and say to them, The Lord of all says, In this way I will break these people and this city, even as one breaks a potmaker's jar, which cannot be put back together. Men will bury the dead in Topheth until there is no place left to bury. This is what I will do in this place and its people, says the Lord. I will make this city like Topheth, the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will be made unclean like Topheth. This will be because of all the houses on whose roofs they burned special perfume to all the false gods of the heavens and poured out drink gifts to other gods. Then Jeremiah came from Topheth where the Lord had sent him to tell what would happen. And he stood in the open place of the Lord's house and said to all the people, The Lord of all, the God of Israel, says, See, I am about to bring to this city and to all its towns all the trouble that I have spoken about, because they have made their necks hard and would not listen to my words. Jeremiah chapter 20 Now Pasher, the religious leader, the son of Emmer, was the head leader in the house of the Lord. When he heard Jeremiah saying these things, Pasher had Jeremiah the man of God beaten. Then he put him in chains at the upper Benjamin gate by the house of the Lord. On the next day, when Pasher set Jeremiah free from the chains, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but fear everywhere. For the Lord says, See, I am going to make you a fear to yourself and to all your friends. They will fall by the sword of those who hate them while you look on. I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he will carry them away in chains to Babylon, and will kill them with the sword. I will give over all the riches of this city, all that its people have worked for, and all its things of much worth. Even all the riches of the kings of Judah I will give to those who hate them, 
They will take their things and take hold of them and carry them to Babylon. And you, Pasher, and all who live in your house will be taken away in chains. You will go to Babylon, and there you will die, and there you will be buried, you and all your friends to whom you have told lies. O Lord, you have lied to me, and I was fooled. You are stronger than I, and have had power over me. I have been laughed at all day. Everyone makes fun of me, for whenever I speak, I cry out. I tell of fighters and destroyers. For the word of the Lord has become a shame and a cause of laughing at me all day long. But if I say I will not remember him or speak any more in his name, then in my heart it is like a burning fire shut up in my bones. I am tired of holding it in, and I cannot do that. For I have heard many speaking in secret, saying, Fear and trouble is on every side. Speak against him. Yes, let us speak against him. All my trusted friends, watching for my fall, say, it may be that he will be fooled, then we can get power over him and punish him. But the Lord is with me like a powerful one who causes fear. So those who make it hard for me will fall and not have power over me. They will be put to much shame because their plans have not gone well. Their shame will last forever and will not be forgotten. O Lord of all, you test those who are right and good. You see the mind and the heart. Let me see you punish them, for I have given my cause to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for He has taken the soul of the one in need from the hand of the sinful. Cursed is the day when I was born. Let the day not be honored when my mother gave birth to me. Cursed be the man who brought the news to my father, saying, A baby boy has been born to you, and made him very happy. Let that man be like the cities which the Lord destroyed without pity. Let him hear a cry in the morning and a call of danger at noon. For he did not kill me before I was born, so that my mother's body would have been my grave. Why was I ever born to see trouble and sorrow, and spend my days in shame? Jeremiah chapter 21 This is the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, when King Zedekiah sent him to Pasher the son of Melchijah, and Zephaniah the religious leader, the son of Maaseah, saying, Will you speak to the Lord about us? For King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is making war against us. It may be that the Lord will do something for us like he did in times past, and make him leave us. Then Jeremiah said to them, Say this to Zedekiah, The Lord God of Israel says, See, I will turn against you the objects of war you are using to fight with against the king of Babylon and the Babylonians who are gathered outside the wall to shut you in, and I will bring them into the center of this city. I myself will fight against you with my hand out and with a strong arm, in much anger. I will kill both man and animal in this city. They will die of a bad disease. After this, says the Lord, I will give over Zedekiah king of Judah, his servants, and the people who were not killed in this city by the disease, the sword, and hunger. I will give them into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, and into the hand of those who hate them, and into the hand of those who want to kill them. And he will kill them with the sword. He will not let them live or have pity on them. Also tell the people, the Lord says, See, I set before you the way of life and the way of death. He who lives in this city will die by the sword and by hunger and by disease. But he who goes out and gives himself up to the Babylonians, whose armies shut you in, will live. He will at least have his life. For I have set my face against this city for trouble and not for good, says the Lord. It will be given to the king of Babylon, and he will burn it with fire. Then say to those of the house of the king of Judah, Hear the word of the Lord, O house of David. The Lord says, 
Do what is right every morning. Take the person who has been robbed away from the one who has made it hard for him, so my anger will not go out like fire and burn with no one to put it out, because of the sinful things you have done. See, I am against you, O you who live in the valley, O rock of the plain, says the Lord. You who say, Who will come down against us, or who will come into our houses? I will punish you for what has come of what you have done, says the Lord. I will start a fire among your trees, and it will destroy all that is around it. In chapter 18, the Lord showed Jeremiah a potter who was not happy with the pot he had made. So the potter made a new pot with the clay. God said to Jeremiah, Can't I do this with Israel? But if a nation turns from its sins, I will change my mind, and I will not tear it down. Beloved, God made a great nation here in America. And for those of you not in America, keep listening. I'll get around to the rest of the world in a minute. But as I was saying, God made a great nation here in America, but then much of America turned from him. Can't he tear America down? Of course he can. But I believe we can stay his hand if we again turn to him and turn away from our evil ways. One thing we could do is stop the abortions. There have been 62,502,904 abortions in the United States since Roe v. Wade. God hates the idea of child sacrifice, which is what abortion is. We could stop victimizing children. According to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, roughly 800,000 children go missing each year in the U.S. The FBI pegs that number at 460,000. Oh, that's much better, right? I don't think so. The things that are done to children in this country and around the world are unspeakable. They're terrible. They're from the very pit of hell. We have to learn to honor God as a nation, and we have to do what is right. Now let me turn my attention to the world here for just a second, since the LifeSpring family members are around the world. Uh, how about this world statistic? Over 42 million abortions occurred worldwide in 2020. In just 2020, over 42 million abortions. That far surpasses the totals of people who perished as a result of the world's leading causes of death. That means the world's leading cause of death is abortion. Ah, that's horrible. And that number, by the way, comes from the World Health Organization, lest you think that this is an overinflated number by a group with a pro-life agenda. It's not. That's from the WHO. Yes, I am an American, so I care deeply what happens here, but that doesn't mean that I don't care what happens around the world. People are hurting everywhere. People are, people are being victimized everywhere. And there will come a time when God will say, Enough! And the Great Tribulation will begin. Jesus said that only the Father knows when that's going to happen. But would you be surprised if it was soon? I sure wouldn't. Well, let's turn back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah brought a message from the Lord that called Israel out for their sins, and he told them that destruction was on the way. And what was their reaction? They hated that message, and they would not turn away from their sins. And in verse 18 of chapter 18, the people said, Come and let us hurt him with our tongue, hurt him meaning Jeremiah, and let us not listen to any of his words. So what they were literally trying to do was cancel him. They didn't want to let him speak. They wanted to silence him. 
Well, what did Jeremiah do? Did that make him lash out at them? Did he take things into his own hands? No. He prayed to the Lord, Do not forgive their wrongdoing or cover their sin from your eyes. Let them be taken down before you. Punish them in the time of your anger. He took it to the Lord, which is the right thing to do. Now, one thing that has to be pointed out, this is a complete 180 from the prayer that Jesus prayed on the cross, isn't it? Jesus said, Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. But is there a time where it is right to pray the kind of prayer that Jeremiah prayed? As we heard in the rest of today's reading, the Lord's anger had been kindled toward Israel, and he did not rebuke Jeremiah for that prayer. So, what are we to do with that? I think it is right to pray against sinful behavior. I think it is right to pray against people who are victimizing innocents, people who are aborting babies, people who are engaging in sex trafficking of children, uh, or other kinds of slavery. Slavery, I haven't talked about it recently, but slavery is not something that just happened here in the United States a hundred years ago. There's more slavery today in the world than there was when slavery was taking place here in America. I don't think it's wrong to pray against that. Children are very special in God's eyes. I don't think it's wrong to pray against people that are victimizing children. What do you think? Comment on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com slash s12e109. Boost. 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 I got some comments in the last few days, so let's get caught up on those. Scott Fuller wrote, I was originally writing you today to let you know how awesome it was to hear the early Lifespring episode and call out on the daily source code. And I think he's referring there to uh, <laughs> the uh, the anniversary show I did uh, a little over a month ago. Scott is a little bit behind in listening. And you might remember on that anniversary show, I played a bit uh, from uh, when I <laughs> when I sent in some audio to Adam Curry's Daily Source Code way back in 2004 or 5, whenever it was. Uh, anyway, Scott continues, um, but I was blown away and cannot thank you enough for sharing your commentary from last year's episode of 1 Samuel 6 through 10. It's an important episode and one that I'll be sharing with friends. And I think that might have even been on the anniversary show when I talked about uh, how's that new king working out. You might remember that. I'll put a link to that show on the show notes page for today if you didn't listen or if you want to listen and uh, be uh, uh, reminded as to uh, what I was talking about there. And uh, Scott says, at the rate I'm doubling up episodes, I should be caught up at Christmas. Maybe too strong to call it a Christmas miracle, but I'm going with it. I'll go with that too, Scott. Thank you for all you do, he says, and thank you for your courage. So yeah, Scott is uh, is a listener to the No Agenda show, a producer, I should say. And Scott, uh, again, uh, it's great to have you in the LifeSpring family, and thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. And Kirsty wrote in and she said, I really enjoyed today's song. And he, she's talking about the show that had the uh, Twisted Sister song on it. She said, I'm a big fan of Christmas music and I listen to it for about three months every year. Although one year I listened from November right through to September of the following year. Yeah, Kirsty, I think you've got it kind of bad. <laughs> she says, I was going to share a few of my favorites with you, but I can't pick just two or three. So here's my Spotify playlist, and so I'll put her Spotify playlist on the show notes page as well. And I haven't listened to it because I haven't had time today, but uh, I looked at it, and man, you got a lot on there, Kirsty. Thank you for sharing that. 
And then Lester wrote in, and he sent a couple of uh, donations in via Zelle, and he just wanted to verify that Zelle's working, and I was getting the the, the donations. And uh, yes, Zelle does work, and if you'd like to Zelle me some money, you can find how to do that on the donation page at lifespringmedia.com slash support. And uh, Lester said, I appreciate what you're doing, Steve, but you must take off and visit family in Florida. That is important. And what he's referring to there, for those of you that don't get the newsletter, and if you're not getting the newsletter, why not? Go to news.lifespringmedia.com and sign up. But on the last uh, edition of the newsletter that uh, Kirsty was so good to uh, put together and uh, send out a, a day or two ago, I put in the newsletter that beginning December 26th, going right on through to about January 13th, the lovely Lady Leanne and I are going to be on vacation. That doesn't mean, however, that I won't be uh, getting any shows to you. I have been very diligently recording uh, shows in advance so that while I'm gone, you will still get fresh content. That makes for some very long days behind the mic and uh, very long days studying, but I'm committed to you guys, and I want you to have fresh content. But at the same time, like Lester said, it's important that I take time off. And Leanne has a, a job where she gets a paid vacation every year, and she's been there long enough that she actually gets, I think, four weeks off this year. We're not going to take all four weeks at one time. She can't afford to be away from work that long. Um, and uh, I, I can't get a whole month ahead in, uh, in shows to you. So anyway... Uh, we're going back to Florida to visit uh, my youngest son and his wife, the ones that are uh, having a new little girl here in June. Um, they're in Florida. They're in the Orlando area. And if you are in the Orlando area and would like to perhaps meet up somewhere, email me, steve at lifespringmedia.com, and I'll see if we can't uh, make that happen. If you live in the Orlando area or if you plan on being in the Orlando area between uh, about uh, December oh, 28th, 29th or so, up till we'll be leaving uh, Orlando to come home on around uh, probably the 10th or 11th of, uh, of January. And also, while we're there, New Year's Eve is going to be the 32nd anniversary of Leanne and I getting married. And did I mention that, that we're going to be driving back there? Yeah, I, I enjoy flying, but I don't like wearing a mask. And most of the airlines are still requiring that. I do enjoy driving across the country, so we're going to do that again. So that's what's happening here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Kirsty. Thank you, Lester, for your comments. Your comments are always welcome. You can email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com, or you can comment on the show notes page for each one of the episodes that I do, and I always tell you where that page is. I love to hear from you guys. <music> On this date in church history, December 17, 1807, John Greenleaf Whittier was born. He was an American Quaker poet. He used his pen to raise the conscience of the North against slavery. Ichabod was among the best of his poems. He's also remembered for authoring the hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind. So I spent much of my childhood in a Los Angeles suburb named Santa Fe Springs. Santa Fe Springs is right next to Whittier, California, which was named after John Greenleaf Whittier. And as a matter of fact, there is a Whittier Boulevard in Whittier, and there's a Greenleaf Avenue. 
Richard Nixon, one of this nation's presidents, went to Whittier High School. I used to play water polo at Whittier High School. Whittier High was in the water polo league that my high school was in, and we used to play against each other every year once or twice. And then again, on this date, December 17, 1889, American revivalist Dwight L. Moody established the Bible Institute for Home and Foreign Missions in Chicago. He was raised a Unitarian in Massachusetts, and then he converted to evangelical Christianity later in life. In 1956, he left his work as a shoe salesman in Boston to engage in home missionary work in Chicago. There's so much that could be said about Dwight L. Moody, and I'll just leave it up to you to do some research. He was an amazing man. You know, this is a great time to make a donation to the show as a Christmas gift. It's the perfect time. Go to lifespringmedia.com support if the Lifespring Family Audio Bible has been something good in your life. Thank you, and God bless you. Prayer requests. Well, I talked to uh, Dell and Kathy on the phone just a little while ago. She spent another very long day at City of Hope. Uh, they took some CAT scans or CT scans, I guess, and x-rays, and found that the cancer has not spread beyond where it was six weeks ago. So that's a good sign that what they're doing in terms of chemo is on the right track. She still has pain in her arm caused by the cancer in her shoulder. Uh, it's actually her uh, scapula, her shoulder blade, and uh, they hit it again with radiation. Uh, if it looks like the radiation is not going to do the trick, today the doctor said that they could try going in arthroscopically and cauterize or burn out the tumor. Uh, and then what they would do, uh, they would do like they did on the bone cancer in her knee where they remove the tumor there. They fill in that area that they took out where the tumor was, they fill it in with a kind of cement, and they would do that in the scapula if they find that that's necessary. Kathy did say that she's getting some of her energy back, so that's great news, but she is having a hard time sleeping at night because of the pain. So let's pray that the Lord will help her to sleep. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for your mercy and your love. We thank you for calling us to be yours, Lord. You are holy, and because of your mercy and because of Jesus' sacrifice, you credited Jesus' holiness to us when we accepted him as our Savior. Lord, that's more than we deserve, and it's almost too much to believe, but your word tells us that that's so. So all we can do is say thank you and offer you our worship in response. Lord, I thank you for working in Kathy's life. Thank you that she's beginning to regain some energy, and thank you that the cancer seems to be stopped. We pray now that you would continue the healing. Help her, Lord, to get a good night's sleep tonight and in the nights to come. Take the pain away from her arm, Lord. Whatever her body needs for healing, I pray that you would do it, Lord, whether it's with your touch or with a, with a word from you or if it's through the treatment at City of Hope. We know that it is you who are the healer. And I so appreciate the people, the LifeSpring family members that you brought to this show. I thank you for those that are making donations and for those who write in to encourage me. I pray that you would bless them and bless all of the LifeSpring family who listen. I pray that they would be lifted up and encouraged by hearing your word each day. And I pray that their faith is strengthened. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You can send your prayer requests in and your praises to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. And by the way, while I'm gone on vacation, 
please do continue to send those in and your comments too, because I'll be checking my email as we're traveling. I will continue to pray for you. I'll continue to rejoice with you when you send your prayer requests and your praises in. And uh, I'll respond uh, to any comments that you want to send in as well. Um, That's what I do. When I'm sitting there doing nothing, sometimes I'll just get the phone out and see what uh, email has come in. And whenever I see something from somebody in the LifeSpring family, that, that, that gets open first. So the show notes page for today, again, is lifespringmedia.com slash S12E109. My email address is steve at lifespringmedia.com. And uh, let's get into the music. When I was in the third grade, I was living in New Jersey with my mom and dad, uh, North Bergen, New Jersey, right across the Hudson River from New York City. Well, that winter, my mom took me to the Radio City Music Hall to see Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite. Ever since then, I have loved that music. So today I'm going to play James Hollihan's Overture to the Nutcracker Suite. As has been the case with most of the music I've played for you uh, for this uh, Christmas season, you can hear this on most streaming services. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. It's been a joy. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. Thank you.